Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget, along with my main man from a different land, Word, uh, Kevin. Say hey, Kevin. Yeah, that's me. <clears throat> Word. So here we are, <clears throat> going through puberty, apparently. Yeah, welcome you, to that. You heard that? Yeah. That's embarrassing. That, was, that is embarrassing. If only we could redo that. No, we're not going to, though, because we, yeah. we're raw. Yep, this is a, a thousand percent never uh, edited word at all, yeah. ever. I need to point out something that's very important to me right now before we get into anything. It's the fact that I'm wearing this hat. And You uh, are wearing a hat. Yeah, my, my, my fucking football team is awesome, and this hat that I got for Christmas is awesome. It's gold. Mm-hmm. And it I is need, gold. I need y'all to see that and, and dig it. And that's all I got. Thank you. I'll take it off at some point because it's probably going to get hot and sweaty and I don't want to fuck up my new hat. But So the SF yeah. means suck San Francisco. Dicks. San Francisco oh. is what it stands for. Fucking Kevin. Jesus Christ. I like to, um, I don't have a professional team, right, that I give a fuck about. So like whenever somebody's like a diehard fan of some team, like to talk all the shits that I can. Don't, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Especially when they're like, <clears throat> when it's like a controversial team, like the Cowboys. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if somebody's like a fan of the Eagles, like oh okay, I mean yeah, that's cool, they're good. But like if somebody's a fan of the Cowboys, you're like, why? Yeah, yeah. That's my. That's the first shit I say when I hear someone's a Cowboy fan. Like, uh, you know, you have other options. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> and actually, I me mean, thinking about it, that's probably the only team. Where it's like, why? Like Raiders fans before they moved to Vegas. <clears throat> um, oh no, they're in the same group. Raiders fans make well, no, they're like old school. They've been fans for forever. Yeah, with their team. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I give them that. Um, same with the Browns. Same with the Dolphins. Like if you if, if you're a diehard Dolphins fan, like <clears throat> like good on you for sticking through it, through all of it, through every, everything, every fucking bit of it. The last 30 years of what the fuck is going on in this field with those brightly colored uniforms. You know, they were looking good this season, but they played us and we whooped their ass. And by us, you mean... I mean, they the, played the 49ers. The, the football team, the 49ers, because the Browns, yeah. as in the Tyree Brown family, was not on the field. Yeah, you weren't playing. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm too fragile. But the San Francisco 49ers who get paid the money to not be fragile, they beat the <laughs> they defeated the other opponent. Yeah. Right. They were triumphant. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Word. <clears throat> so, um, what's up? I am <clears throat> tired of uh California hogging all the all the teams. I mean, it's good they have like 47 professional football teams out there. Yeah. We need them. California is enormous. It's not enormous. Alaska is more enormous. It's enormouser, as yeah. I would say. And, and how and many fucking have a teams? Single, yeah, because no Not who, a single one. Who gives a shit about Alaska? Well, no. <laughs> Man, you're about to alienate all two people from Alaska that listen. No, 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 no. That's a terrible thing to say. Like, uh, <clears throat> There's not enough population in Alaska for there to be a sports team. There's like 600,000 people there. Yeah, but minimum. Scattered scattered out in the fucking frozen tundra. Yeah, but you're, you're, 
smallest team fan base is going to have more than that in any Los An- any any California city over the Alaska, Juno mm-hmm. or otherwise. Juno. Yeah. Did you know that Juno is a city in Alaska? People listening. Now you now you do. Now you do. That reminds me of that guy on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So listen. <laughs> yeah, so those, are good, those are good videos. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of good things and Las Vegas earlier, that fucking song. Um, every time I hear anything from that album, I think of driving in a Chrysler 300 across Southern California into Las Vegas. Word. With you, I wasn't really driving. I, I rode. I guess I wasn't allowed to drive. I mean, you could have, but I was hogging. Yeah, hadn't, you were. hadn't driven much in, in a minute. Well, plus it was a a nicer three hundred. <clears throat> um, I mean, now thinking about it, it was really a piece of shit. But right, yeah, it was a a brick. Yeah, it was very slow. But I loved it. It was fucking awesome. I was so fucking pumped. You know. That album is the last album I've ever uh, record CD I've ever bought at a fucking record store. How do you even remember that? I remember really dumb shit. My memory is fucking wild as fuck. We also bought a uh, sticker magnet for the car that says, I don't support anything that we left on the car when we returned it. I don't support anything? Yes, it was a gray... Because at the time, everyone had these fucking yellow stickers on their car, yeah. the magnets, you know? Yeah. And we, and we were being edgy, I guess. Right. Bunch of dumbasses. <clears throat> I, I did. I do remember having one on my car that was like, I I support single mothers as strippers or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, Or maybe it was just I support strippers. But it was stolen off of my car. Yeah. They had someone but, else needed it more than you. Yeah, I was being edgy and having that on my car, and someone out edged me by stealing it from my car. They didn't feel like paying for one. They just said, "Hey, there's one right here. Why pay for one when it's literally right there for free?" I could just take this one, and this guy won't miss it because yeah. he could just steal someone else's. And the saga continues. Mm. Is it saga or? Uh, Cycle. Cycle continues. Fuck. Marijuana. <clears throat> That's the problem. Word. So, something that is very cool that is coming up about our show is something that I personally didn't see coming, at least anytime soon. And that is our 100th episode. How fucking awesome is that? <clears throat> so, is that. I meant to ask you earlier, is that including. Every show that that's been put out on this channel, or like before, I forget specific shows. I'm counting everything except the shows with me and Chris Walker. So even the um <clears throat> the Better Together yes series they, they yeah. count because they are produced by us according to the uh, headliner picture uh, graphics. Is the one with Walker not produced by us? Mm. I mean, no, it's just the thing. Well, Uh, we didn't really talk much about that. No, we didn't really talk much about that. But that's just the thing. It's just separate from this. That's actually one of the first times 
we're talking about the show on this show. So, oh man, fucking yeah. Anyway, uh, you, you ever watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, yeah. All right, I can be. I'm I'm very Rick sometimes. Very Rickish. Well, with my intelligence and drinking. <laughs> All right, and the Mostly. hair, the hair too, man. It's fucking coming, <laughs> boy. I just got a haircut today. Actually, I say got. I gave. I, I cut my own hair. I think it looks <laughs> fucking good, like this, man. Don't grow that shit back. Like I don't intend. I don't intend to. Thank you, dude. Like a lot of people who fucking we're so far off the one hundredth episode subject, but like so many people still try to grow that shit out. And I know I'm probably alienating more of our fans. <laughs> yeah, no. So for real, man. Like I, uh, I struggled. With with the hair loss for fucking years, man. Like I I denied it. I was a denier, right? Like even though like the bald spot in the back of my head looked like a straight up fucking yamaka, um, fucking uh the the receding part, the thinning on the front. Like I was just all against it. And then Jess, Jessica was always trying to get me to shave my head, and I was just like, no, I look stupid because I thought my head came to a fucking point. You know what I mean? Like a, like a house. Mm-hmm. I, feel it it feels like it comes to a point but then like <clears throat> my haircuts dude so like being in the army i get my haircut every, every month for drill mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i keep it generally short anyway when when i had it longer but i was paying 28 dollars for somebody to like shorten the sides all the way around 28 dollars. my clippers were 40 bucks mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i bought those clippers one time I've been shaving my head since then. So like the amount of money that I've saved just from doing that alone. And then like, I noticed so like my, my confidence, like I remember one time I went to the gym before I started shaving my head mm-hmm. and I didn't, I didn't have a hat. I drove half an hour to the gym, didn't have a hat in my car. So I was like, nope. not going, Nope. didn't go to the gym. Wow. Now it's like, I don't really give a fuck, man. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I used to do jujitsu, um, through uh this lineage called grapple fight team it's all like competitive jujitsu mm-hmm. which i didn't really have an interest in but anyways you know obviously when you're rolling when you're doing that you're like you're sterilized you're not wearing your watch bracelets necklaces hats obviously and you're just wearing your gi yeah and i always felt so uncomfortable taking my fucking hat off because i knew you know i had my fucking bald spot yarmulke and my fucking receding shit and all that stuff and then mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well last night my, my, my little brother was in town uh, for the holidays and you know he he trained in aikido and all that stuff um growing up and uh, he's like a second degree black belt in aikido oh all right and, right on. and last night um he invited me to go to a jiu-jitsu class down where we're from and it was gracie jiu-jitsu um which i've been really wanting to get into i really like their their um philosophy mm-hmm. and um I don't know if, I'm, if you're familiar with Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. It's named after the yeah. like, Gracie family. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they're it's their their shit. Um, I went to that and I, I just remember, you know sitting there like in my fucking gi, like I'm the biggest fucking person in the class, and just you know going through the techniques and all that stuff, and and like it never once occurred to me like my bald head, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all my you know just I don't know it was a, it was a thing. So like. So I say all that to say, like, if you are are me a year ago, 
you have your bald spot and your receding shit is thinning and it looks stupid, just shave your head. Just fucking shave it. Stop spending money on like fucking hair growth shit because most of it doesn't fucking work or it's mm-hmm. not long term. Don't even don't even look at Bosley. It's just yeah. going to cost you a lot of money. Just shave your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Get over it. I've been shaving for a minute, dude. My hair shit's my line's starting to go back like a fucking Cadillac with four flats. It's starting to go. Yeah. And I got a lot of gray, like a lot of gray. And I dig it. I love the gray. But gray patches on my shit, that's going to look weird. So I'm just going to keep shaving it off. I'm going to grow a, a bitchin' beard at some point. Yeah. And uh, leave it at that. Yeah, go that's, ball, that's grow my... a beard. God damn it. <laughs> that's, my, that's my plan, man. Like, you see this, like, this is... It's not blonde. It's actually gray hairs in my beard. Oh, let me let me zoom in here. Let me see the shits. Let me see them shits. Yeah, no, looks sharp. Looks sharp. Looks distinguished. Yeah, looks real. Uh, well, uh, well, this time next year, you know, I'll be retired from the army. Yeah, and the, the last time that I have to shave or drill is the last time I'm shaving my face. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Right on. You should. That's, that's it. how it should be. Like, uh, and then that's it. No more ever again. I, I didn't shave for a minute, but then I realized it was pointless. <laughs> what? Not shaving. shaving. I couldn't fucking grow hair to, to shave my ass. But to save my ass. To shave your ass. To shave my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go. It's crazy how that came out. But uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just gotta let it grow, man. Just let it. Let it grow. Yeah. Like the song in Frozen. Let mm-hmm. it grow. Let it grow. Yeah. I think that's how it goes, right? Word. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so 100 episodes. So, that, I mean, I don't know that when we first started doing this that we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan initially with like the initial like 26 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think that like when we first started that we were like, well, what do we do after that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we talked about it a lot and then, you know, we came up with the plan later on, but like, I don't think that like it ever occurred to us that like we would be approaching 100 episodes. No. Like, over a year later. Just over a year later. Not that long over a year. And that's fucking cool, dude. Well, the 100th episode will be in what would we say like February time frame, maybe mm-hmm. March. Yeah. Um, probably March. And what was it? October or November was one year. So yeah, I mean, like fourteen, fifteen months yeah. after. I mean, it's pretty good. Putting out a lot of content. Tons. Apparently, ninety nine percent more than the rest of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some shows. I, there was one that I was listening to a while back that was like, you know, we we put out shows every two weeks. I'm like, every two weeks. Yeah. What do you do in the other week? Like, what are you doing with your free time? Jerk it. Probably. Tuck. Maybe researching. So they put out quality content. Meanwhile, we're just like, here's an episode. Fuck yeah. it. There you go. There you go. Here's me breathing on the fucking recording. So you have something on for Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I've always, I often wonder, like, um, whenever we record and we do just me and you shows, I wonder if people are ever like, well, why aren't they interviewing somebody? Um, this time around and sometimes it's because you know scheduling conflicts with people that we do have 
um, in line to record with. Sometimes it's, we just don't have anybody to record with um, because, you know, we're not that big of a show, right? We're, we're decent, but you know, like the post you made the other day, the bigger our show can be, the bigger our guests can be. And the more guests we can have lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes it's just like, uh, we have things that we want to talk about. Um, or, but in this case it was, it's more holiday based. So like the last two episodes, you know, trying to record around Christmas time, you know, recording with woods. I had pneumonia. Um, like I was actually went to the fucking hospital. Was doctor was like, yeah, you got pneumonia. How are you walking? See that shit, um, y'all. He did a show with pneumonia for you. Sacrifice. For you. Goddamn. Um, and then, and then recording with um, Javier. Yeah. Uh, Avonica, like literally on Christmas Eve. Like I was late going to my family Christmas thing to record that show. Um, but that's when he could do it. So you know, that's that's when we did it. So yeah. Um, that but that yeah. is one thing that does suck about scheduling is when we uh finally figure out a time it's basically off of our our guest schedule like whatever mm-hmm. they time they have open so it's like oh i have tuesday at fucking 12 o'clock in the uh evening like all right fucking yeah. we got to do it then like we had to do uh it, it is what it is you know we got to go and go and get it done yeah make it happen i was i was really worried about that with Nora's show um oh yeah cuz uh with her being on some some other planet um somewhere else on this planet mm-hmm. you know i was like fuck man we're gonna have to like record middle of the night or balls early in the morning but she was all about like doing the first thing when she woke up yeah so it really helped us out a lot but i appreciate anyway. the folks that do come on because uh it's not it's not fucking easy sometimes like uh I'm sure that's Talking what about you, stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Oof. Who wants to sit here and talk about you know the worst shit that probably happened in life on recording and camera and shit? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I wish. I kind of wish we would have thought about it beforehand, um, before the holiday season really started. But, um. <clears throat> The holiday season tends to be a hard season for a lot of people. I'm looking, I know my unit and at my work, you know, they would send out like mass messages or during safety meetings, talk about like the, how the holidays are hard times for people. And, um, and, uh, so, so check on your, check on your soldiers, check on your people, check on your family, check on your friends, blah, blah, blah. And make sure that they're all doing great. And, um, which is a good, which is good. You know, that kind of shows that leaders in some places, um, actually care and, um, are making sure that, you know, we're taking care of other people right? or taking care of our people. But, uh, it would have been, um, one thing that Tyree and I, we do talk about the future of the show, like the plans and we try and plan things, but sometimes we don't have like the best foresight (laughs) when it comes to like, you know, topics that we should talk about. Yeah. And I think that's something that we probably should have mentioned early on, but you know, it is still the holiday season. New year's is coming. Actually, I guess this show will air right after new year's, right on the second. Yeah. When it airs right after. 
Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, when you watch this. Word. Or listen to it. Yeah, on the second. Um, but <clears throat> with all that being said, there was a... This is why I bring it all up. There was a thing that was recently um, reported on, I guess you could say, on U.S. Army uh, What the Fuck Moments. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> one... And uh, this story is like super fucked up. And at first I was like, you know, the kid kind of maybe like deserved, not deserved, but like not deserved his, the end result, but like the shit that was coming to him. Right. And then, then you like read into the rest of the story. You're like, God damn, like that is fucked up, man. Um, I don't, I don't remember his, his, his name off the top of my head. Um, but uh, basically, I'll just read you what the article says. Um, um, last week, we had a soldier from Fort Hood commit suicide in his barracks room. This is shortly after the soldier was released from inpatient care for attempted suicide. Unfortunately, the soldier received a field grade Article 15 for overdosing on drugs with his previous suicide attempt. So, pause right there. <clears throat> Soldier was obviously going through it and overdosed on drugs, I guess seemingly intentional, intentionally to kill himself. And instead of his unit or his command team reaching out and saying, hey, man, like what's going on? How can we help? You know, let's get you into um, ASAP and, uh, you know, the, the Army Substance Abuse Program and get you to mental health and get you the help that you need. No, instead they're going to slap an article 15 on them. And for those that are listening that don't know what that is, that's um, punitive action. That's, you know, you're in trouble, right? So article 15, so he would have reduction in rank, loss of pay, and then extra duty, right? This sucks. (laughs) And when you get extra duty, you know, it's always like 14 and 14 or 30 and 30 or 45 and 45. So you get like 14 days of extra duty and then 14 days of, of a probationary period. Um. When you do that extra duty, it's you show up to work. Let's say it's Monday. You show up to work. You work the duty day. And so let's say the duty day ends at 1700 or 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. Shortly after that, you report to extra duty and you work until 2300 that night. So 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. And then you go to bed and then you start that process over again. And then come Saturday and Sunday or a day where there is no training throughout the work week, you report to extra duty. Um that morning, like 8.45 or 7.45, whatever time it is. And then you do, you're do you doing extra duty all the way to 11 o'clock that night. And then you're released. So that's 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 it. So for, for, for two weeks. And so extra duty typically means you're outside, you're cleaning something somewhere, you're mowing lawns, you're picking up trash, you're, you know, area beautification, picking up cigarette butts. Painting rocks. Um, painting rocks, turning rocks over yeah. literally whatever bullshit detail, whoever's in charge of the extra duty can come up with. Yeah. Right. So that's it. So <clears throat> this, this soldier going through some stuff, overdoses on drugs to commit suicide, fails at that attempt, thankfully. And his chain of command slaps him with an article 15 and gives him extra duty and takes away his rank, takes away his pay. And this is leading up to, <clears throat> the holiday block leave. Um, 
So reading on to the re- what it says, um, the, uh, the soldier receives extra duty. So when the, when the, which then prompts the battalion commander to revoke already approved leave to the soldier. So the soldier already had leave put in to go home, to be with family, people that, you know, love him, care about him, all that support, right? Mm-hmm. Paid for it. Right. And this is already, he's already a junior enlisted soldier. So like he's not making a ton of money. He's already paid for his trip home. And because he got an article 15, they canceled his leave. This, this kid is suicidal, desperately needs mental health. <clears throat> um, desperately needs a chain of command that acts to give a fuck. And instead of helping this kid out, they cancel his leave and make him do his extra duty. Then when you read on into the article, it even talks about how um, he was the only soldier who was placed on extra duty whose leave was canceled. The other soldiers were able to defer their extra duty to after their leave. So they were allowed to go home and then come back and then they would pick up their extra duty. Mm. This guy had to cancel the shit. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm no sure there's more. Soldier. I'm sure there's more, but but I'm sure we're going to get to it. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, so a, so a note to the soldier already uh, spent money on tickets and other transportation to fly home to family. That means a struggling soldier just had the opportunity to be surrounded by a support network taking away, taken away. However, the uh, army does not uh, does allow for a soldier to defer extra duty for leave or other requirements, and the battalion commander allowed other soldiers to defer. The soldier was recently notified of illness of two family members. This is another thing just layered on. This is compounded shit, right? The soldier was recently notified of illness of two family members and was trying to get home to help mitigate the stressors. Mm. So on top of whatever he's got going on in his head, now he's got like family members at home with illnesses. He's trying to get home to see them, you know? And if these are potentially life-threatening illnesses, that leave could have been like the last time he would have seen them potentially. But that's taken away because the battalion commander said, no, fuck that guy. Flip it around, man. <clears throat> they saw him for the last time, period. Right. <clears throat> At some right. point, they had no clue. You know, that's fucking lousy. And I'm going to ask the question that everyone else is listening is going to ask <laughs> is, is what was the hang up about this one fucking soldier? What the hell did they have a hard on for him? Just kind of fucking pointed bullshit going on here. Like, let this motherfucker go and leave. Like, just because I'm sure it was like, oh, he probably fucked up my suicide stats. Or it probably all came down to some number that pissed off somebody. And they're like, make him pay or some shit. Yeah. And some slick sleeve who haven't done shit in their fucking career is going to make this fucking guy who's already going through hell. You know take away the the shit that would help him that fucking sucks dude like i've I've had the 14 and 14 it was in basic training so it was like the baby baby style but like dude it shit still sucks man who wants to fucking stay up until 11 o'clock doing dumb shit waking up earlier than everybody else to do more dumb shit not even earlier my bad like around the same time as everybody else but you're off to do dumb shit like when Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done who wants to do that you miss right. out on training or you miss out on just fucking downtime because, you know, downtime is everything when you're a soldier to, to lose that. Like, who gives a fuck about the money? Like, you can, you're going to make the money back. You get the rank back, I'm sure, if you're not that pissed off about it. But the fucking time you lose to me is the worst. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think that's one of the, I don't know, I take issue with it because you've, I mean, you got to think like, okay, depending on what the reason is, right? The soldiers, the person is going through something, mm-hmm. right? They're going, and in his case, he was definitely going through something. <clears throat> so when you look at it, I mean, and you don't have to step too far out of the picture to even like really look at it. But like when you look at it, like, does it really take a lot to see that this is probably not the best course of action? Like the soldier is struggling mentally. He's got things going on back home that's compounding his um, stress levels. So best course of action, Arctic 15, extra duty, takeaways, leave, make him sit there in the fucking barracks alone. Which is where he died, December twenty third, OD'd in his barracks room by himself. Um, is that of a uh, hood? What is it? Uh, two Cav, uh, first ABCT. Um, so it's pretty shitty, man. I actually went to their their Instagram page, um, the unit's Instagram page, mm. and. <clears throat> you look through the posts that they have and they have a lot of posts talking about family and, you know, um, what it means to be, a what I think they're called the, the black stallions or something, something stallions mm. and, uh, all this stuff. And then you read through some of the comments and man, they're getting lit up, like lit up in the last like 24, 48 hours from people coming on there and just like demanding answers which, you know, they rightfully should. so. Yeah. Well, now it's to the point where <clears throat> comments on this post have been limited. Mm. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's wild to think that, like, this shit is actually happening. I mean, this happens all the time. I mean, we, we can talk about, like, the... Oh, my God. Can I, I can't believe I can't remember her name. But the, the, the female MP... That was recently found. Gian. Um No, we'll do one oh, after her. Oh shit! That then that's <clears throat> all at Hood still, isn't it? Now nah, she was uh, she was in Wiesbaden, okay. Germany. All right, I was gonna say, man, Hood, um, man, what the fuck? Yeah, but like the one, yeah. So she was she was assaulted, and um, you know went to her unit. and They didn't do anything, and then a couple of days later, she was found um, having committed suicide in her barracks room. Um, even though her family and people that know her were like, no, she's not a suicidal person at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a, it's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a big fucking issue that nobody is seeming to really do much about. And, uh, it kind of makes you wonder, man, like, <clears throat> I feel like lately I've been, I've been on like a rant with like how the army is like going about taking care of its soldiers. And don't be wrong, there are there are leaders out there who are doing like great fucking things for their soldiers. Mm-hmm. But you know, more often we hear these kind of stories about how you know, yeah, how how they're getting how they're getting fucked, and then soldiers like this can't handle it and they die. It's pretty shitty. <clears throat> yeah, um, and it's unnecessary. But and you so you ask the question, right? So like what is it about this particular soldier? And so maybe maybe he was a bad lot. Maybe 
you know, he was a troublemaker within the unit, right? Maybe the unit was looking at separation for this kid. He'd only been in the unit or in the army for about a year, I believe. Um, so maybe that's what was going on. Maybe this, 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 they just didn't like this kid. They had it out for him because he was, you know, your typical shitbag, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he's still a life. He's still a soldier that is under the care of his NCOs and his command teams, right? Company command teams and um, or squadron commander, right? And, and sergeant major, like it is still their job to provide excellent leadership to even the worst soldiers, right? If you have a soldier who is a typical shitbag, who's always trying to get over, is lazy, doesn't give a fuck, doesn't want to be there, but they have some type of problem, like a legitimate problem, it's still your job as a leader to step the fuck up and help that soldier out because at the end of the day, there's still a soldier in your care. Like that's the whole point. When you make it to an NCO rank and you have soldiers below you or you're an officer of any rank, <clears throat> that's your fucking job. That's mm-hmm. that's it. That's your job. Take care of your fucking people. If you can't fucking do it, then you don't need to be there. You need to seek life elsewhere. That's it. Like, give up your fucking rank and get the fuck out of the army. And, I don't know, stop pretending to give a fuck. Okay, so flip side... You're a new soldier. You're going through uh, some shit, and your chain of command doesn't do shit. I say you hold the motherfuckers accountable, man. Like, hey, you the people that I'm supposed to go to for help. You know, a lot of you guys are in the military right now. You don't have families, so you don't have no one to go and talk to. You're not exactly straight with the people in your unit for X, Y, Z reasons, so you can't talk to them. You should be able to talk to whoever you have in your chain of command to help you. And when that shit doesn't happen, we've talked, we've spoken to people who like explain like that ruined their entire career and their feeling for the military and their feeling for life in some cases, clearly like, uh, it doesn't take a fucking thing to give a fuck, you yeah. know, even the, the smallest amount of, all right, let's, let's just have common sense here. Like let's. We have to give him the Article 15 because, you know, that's how the Army is. That's what the paperwork says we have to do. But let him go home so he can be with his fucking family. Yeah. You know? Why well, take that away? Now you look like a fucking dickhead. Kevin, you can't say this shit because you're still a part of him. <laughs> but I can. Like, you look like a fucking dickhead because you could have helped out that guy, but you didn't. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty. <clears throat> well, and so for people in that situation, right, if you are um, incorrectly handled by your chain of command, so you're seeking help for something and they're just, they just blow you off. I mean, there, there are things that you can do, right? So like a lot of commanders will have open door policies where you can go speak to them directly without having to like, you know, go through formal, you know, formal, the, the, through formal means. Right. Um, but regardless, if it comes down to, you know, in, in, let's say in this particular soldier's case or the, the female, uh, in Germany, I wish I remember her name. 
Um, I'll have to look it up in a second. But like, you know, she went to her chain of command seeking help and they pretty much told her, you know, bah, bah, you know what I mean? Blew it off. Mm-hmm. Had she gone to the people above that or the people above that, or if she had, you know, contacted her congressman or congresswoman or reached out to literally anybody, I bet you they would not have cared if she didn't go about it formally. Right. Because yeah, you know, at that point you're talking about a soldier's life. Yeah. Right. And you know, when you, when, when you join the military, regardless of the branch, there's this like expectation that you are going to be treated um, outside of basic training, or even, even in basic training with dignity and respect, right? That you're going to be treated as if you were a person whose life matters. And so when you're, you find yourself in a situation where that's not happening, go to anybody with rank on their chest. It doesn't matter if you're fucking chain command or not. You know, honestly, like, let's say I was a first sergeant or a sergeant major and some random soldier came up to me in the fucking PX one day and was like, sergeant major, I know you are not in my chain of command. You don't even know me, but I have an issue in my unit and I, I, I don't trust anybody, anybody in my chain of command. And I've heard your name before, or you look like an honorable person or whatever the fuck reason you have to go to this person. And let them know, you know, if somebody did that to me, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I will go out of my way. Yeah. Because to, to, that's pretty extreme. Like, Hey man, like to pull me off to the side like that, like in your particular case, that's fucking serious. Like, of course, you know. <clears throat> what what can I do to help you? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, being a drill sergeant, like I've had, I've had former trainees of mine reach out to me, you know, years later, these guys, you know, E4s, E5s even. And, you know, asking me for help on something, you know, advice. What should I do in this particular case? And on on the one hand, it's like, man, like, it's really great that you think of me that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool that you trust me to come to me with, with this and, you know, ask for help. But on the other hand, how shitty is it that these soldiers in between me being their drill and them at this point, sometimes two, three, four years later, how shitty is it that they haven't met another leader along that path who they don't, who they can trust just as much as, as, as their, their former drill sergeant. That's crazy to me. That tells me that like we have a, at least in the army, a fucked up culture in leadership. It's fucked up. It's a huge problem, but I'm just glad that they are reaching out to someone that they know that they can trust. And that's what you should do. If you find yourself in this kind of situation and your chain command shuts you down, reach out to literally anybody that you can trust, you know, reach out to whoever the fuck, call your congressman, go to IG. It doesn't fucking matter. The last resort should be taking your own life. No, I say last resort. That's not a resort at all. It's not an option. It should not be an option. But if that's where your mindset is, trust me when I say that there are so many more steps in between where you currently are and that, that final solution solution. 
So I don't know. It's a whole thing, man. Like, you know, in the NCO creed, there's even a line that talks about like my two basic responsibilities. And one of those is the welfare of my soldiers. It's in the fucking NCO creed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't say like, uh, you know, if, if the soldiers are, uh, better than average or if the soldiers are stellar soldiers or not just as soldiers the welfare of my soldiers period not just all the good ones not just the bad or, or whoever you're cool with all of them man yeah <clears throat> so I don't know it's uh, pretty you, fucking shitty man could you imagine what army what military retention would be if the leaders were fucking awesome and they took care of their soldiers and when it was time to get out soldiers were like hell no I love this shit I really do fucking love this shit I'm gonna stick around and I'm gonna teach future soldiers about you know how great this time was and I'm gonna teach you about how you know it shaped me and I'm gonna shape you in the same way or whatever you know keep that good NCO around but you guys are fucking flying looking for a way to get them out of the door keep them not keep him not coming back for an encore you know yeah and, and you know that money that you waste going going into these fucking guys because they split like think about it man like put more fucking effort into the morale of the, your fucking troops so shit like this doesn't continue to happen at a more frequent rate like it is now yeah like it, and I'm fucking hollering at everybody about it from top to bottom. Like, fucking do better, Jesus. Sorry, yeah. I'm not using the and all that, but you know, damn y'all. Well, let me ask you this, man. Yeah, uh, with Anthony, if he if he expressed to you when you got 18, when you turned 18, if you mm-hmm. wanted to join the military, the army, how would you feel? Go for it, dude. Who am I to stop you at this point in your life doing things? But I would warn the fuck out of him, like, hey, this is how it really, this is how it was back when I was in, like, what, 30 years ago at that point, yeah. you know, when I started. Uh, but, um, like, from my conversations that I've had with folks, like, this is how it is. Maybe you should listen to some of our shows, Anthony. You can learn some of the shit. But, yeah. like, uh, I, I would never stop him. And I don't think anyone should ever stop somebody from doing something. Especially if they feel in the heart that they need to do it, but lay out the truth to them too. Yeah. But you know, more power to you. I'd never be like, no, don't do it. No, do it. If it, if you love it, I love it. Or how is it? No, if you like it, I love it. That's how it goes. Yeah, there's a. I, I've thought about it, man, and um, I don't think I would. If but I had you, a kid, you wouldn't let him join. I mean, I don't obviously don't have a choice, right? But like, if they said, "Hey, I'm thinking about joining the military," like, I, I think I would, I would just, I would attempt to discourage it. Hmm. I would not have uh, guessed that. I mean, maybe after listening to our show over <laughs> or a year, you know, we don't have like complete disdain for the military. It's just, man, we know how it is, and who wants to put their loved ones in that kind of risk? You yeah. Know? And your kid, your children. If you have children, you know, should be, or, you know, I'm not going to say should be because I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but, you know, my kid is the shit. I love him. Like, 
he's 100% the, the thing in my life that's more important than anything. He's my wife and all that, but like, I wouldn't feel happy let, that he was there, but you know, that's what he wants. Yeah. So my thoughts are her name is D- Denisha Montgomery, by the way. Um, she was found unresponsive in Lucius Clay Barracks in Wiesbaden on August 9th and was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, my thing is, there are too many of these stories that come up. Too many stories of, of leadership failing soldiers across the army. And even this last cycle that I had, um, I, you know, I, I, I had a heart to heart with them. There was some, <laughs> there was some shit going on internally within the platoon that, uh, needed to be squashed and they were kind of at each other's throats and sick and tired of each other and this and that. And, you know, we had, uh, which is normal, right? That just shit happens. We, but we had, we had, uh, had a trainee or a couple of trainees, I guess, selling food from MREs and, you know, making a profit off of his buddies or whatever. And God dang, these fucking beers that keep foaming at me. <laughs> But um, there's a whole thing. There's a whole fucking thing. But like, and so me being me, like how I am, like I, I turned it into a big theatrical thing. Like not screaming and yelling, but like I, I, I make it dramatic, right? Mm-hmm. Like I make sure to, um, I want to drive the point home, and so in doing so, like I, I, you know, make it a big dramatic thing, and I compared it to. You know, all the people in, in, in like, say, Vanessa again, mm-hmm. all the people that were aware of her situation and did nothing, um, or all the soldiers and, you know, sailors and Marines and airmen and women, and I guess space cadets, um, who, you know, were getting sexually harassed or assaulted, um, and other people knew about it and did nothing. You know, you know, people who, who see these things and don't say anything because it's, you know, it's, it's above my pay grade or it's not my responsibility or I thought somebody else did it. So one thing that I always tell my, my trainees is like, if you see something like fucking bring it to us, even if you're like, you know, not even sure. Right. If it's, if it's an actual thing, fuck it, man. Like when in doubt, whip it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I made it a big ordeal, but like in talking to them, man, like I had this realization in the back of my mind. I'm like, if because I think about like some of these kids, like some of them were, you know, were definitely young enough to have been my children, right? Like I was definitely old enough to be their, their father in some cases. And I just kept thinking like, man, I could not imagine like my kid being in those, in that situation. And there's nothing that I can do about it. I mean, hopefully like, the upbringing, right? Like you raise a strong, independent person who can handle themselves and is mentally tough and resilient. Um, even in the face of adversity or, you know, under the leadership of somebody who doesn't give a fuck, um, they can still manage to carry their own weight and, um, and make themselves push through to the other end. Um, but I mean, all you can do is try in that regard, I guess. But I just, I just was thinking about it. I was like, man, I just, I, I couldn't imagine you know, my kid being here and, and, and going through these situations. I don't even have a kid. I don't know. It's a whole thing, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I love the army. I do. Like, I know it sounds like I hate on them a lot. Um, 
but in a sense, I'm not. I'm just hating on these dumbass fucking leaders that are pretending to do their fucking job, wearing a rank that they don't deserve. But, you know, it would be hard for me. Like, I would be worried the entire time they were in. Yeah. That's that's the thing for me. I don't know, man. I get that fully. Like, uh, and I know it feels like I'm just summarizing what the fuck you just said, but, um, yeah, the fact that you can't help them when they're going through something. I know if my son wants to call me while he was uh, in training and he's like, somebody did something weird to me, dude, and I don't know where to go, you know, I'd fucking hit somebody up. I don't know. Like, I'd hit up my congressman. Like, I'd do what I got to do to help out. Like, uh, on the flip, man, like, uh, if you're in the middle of that stuff, like, you got to say something. Like, uh, I know it's like the, a pride thing. Like you don't think, uh, it's a, it's a tough macho thing to do. You join the military not to be a snitch. Maybe you think it's a snitching kind of a thing. It is not, dude, you're getting rid of the bullshit that needs to be getting rid of in the military. Like, uh, you're, if you're dealing with somebody who's sexually harassing you as a female, like tell on that motherfucker, get him the fuck out of there. So he doesn't do that shit to somebody else, uh, in the future. Um, hopefully it'll stop the, the, the feeling that the last resort now is, or the final result is the fucking, I got to take my life because there's no other way. There's nothing else I can do. There's nothing. I mean, there's something, there's always something. I mean, every time, uh, I'm not going to lie and act like I've never been like had suicidal thoughts. Because, you know, who hasn't, not really who hasn't, but. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always think, like, man, if I had, like, what would I have missed? Mm-hmm. You know, I would have missed so much shit. <clears throat> and all of it's, like, really fucking awesome shit. Yeah. But, you know, you got to reach out and talk to somebody. I go to therapy, you know. You got to. I, you know, talk to my wife about stuff. I talk to Anthony about things sometimes, not about the deep shit because, you know, he's too young for it. But, yeah, you know, you got to make sure you, you got to check in, check in with your, with your people, make sure they're good. Yeah. You know, fuck. Well, and, you know, <clears throat> especially like, like, like and that's kind of what brought the whole thing up is like, you know, especially around holidays or significant events, um, you know, December 27th is the uh, anniversary of Messer's death. Yeah. And, you know, log into Facebook and you see all these people posting pictures of him, um, his widow posting pictures of him, his kid who barely knew him, um, Skyler, she posting pictures of him. And that's great, right? Because one, like we're, you're, we're, you're, we're keeping this guy's memory alive, right? And I say this guy like he's just some person that we, you know, like some random dude, like we knew him. Like he's a, he was a homie of ours. He's one of my one of my memorial bracelets and but at the same time, I'm also like, you know, if, if somebody's feeling down about that, like you have all these different people that are like feeling the same way, you know, and they're, they're people that you can reach out to. Yeah. So, So like when it comes to holidays, when it comes to anniversaries of someone's death or their birthdays or an event that happened, um, you know, like those are the times you really need to be looking out for people. Like obviously like look out for them all the time, but like, you know, during those, during those days, those harder days, you know what I mean? Like reach out to those fucking people. Um, 
And I know, like, for the, I know it sounds like the last like 20 minutes has been like, or however long, been like super negative and depressing and all of that stuff. But like, <clears throat> it's a necessary vibe that, um, because there's no jolly way to talk about this particular subject, right? There's no, there's no happy way to talk about like mental health. And I mean, I guess there is, but like, there's no happy way to talk about like, look out for your fucking people because this shit is like actually serious. Like people will actually end up taking their life because they don't feel there's anyone they can go to. They feel isolated and alone and it's our jobs as friends and comrades and leaders to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, and like I said, you know, it's not all leaders in the army that are bad or in the military in general, but like, like I recently found out about the, um, the 173rd airborne out of Italy, their, their brigade commander, um, Colonel, uh, Mike Klepper, mm-hmm. that dude, I follow him on Instagram too. And I am so jealous of the soldiers under his command. Like so fucking jealous of, of the soldiers under his because he's constantly posting about like what his soldiers he calls sky soldiers. He's constantly posting about like their accomplishments that they're doing, they're achieving, you know. Um, and I, when I say accomplishments, I mean like, hey, this fucking soldier last Saturday went out to a five k um, out on the in Vincenza, Italy, and and uh, represented the sky soldiers at the one you know and, and did this thing or they're they're out hiking in the in the in the Italian Alps or whatever it is. <clears throat> I think they have Alps there. I don't remember, but like he's constantly talking about like, that's all his social media is for is like bragging about his soldiers, not himself bragging about what his soldiers are doing and like how proud he is of, of the shit that they're doing. And, and like the, he's, he, he encourages them how to have a life outside of the army. It's like, Hey, um, the, he had a post actually coming up on the holidays where he's talking about like some, some of the soldiers are not going home for the holidays. Like, so if, if you happen to be here, um, you know, get out, go see things, go explore, go see Italy, go do this, go do that. Like take time off and go experience Europe life. And like, he's a huge advocate for that stuff. And that's the kind of leader who people want to work for. That's the kind of leader that people will like, fuck yeah, man. I want to, I want to, I want to serve under this guy. I want to fight under this guy. Like I want to, I want to give this person my best because I feel like they deserve that. Not just, you know? I want to be here. I want to excel here. <clears throat> I want to prove yeah. that, you know, I belong to be here. Yeah. Like I've actually considered hitting him up on his Instagram and, and asking if he would come on the show. Hit him um, up, man. You know, you know, <laughs> we're on the course of our track of talking about people who do good things. There is, and this is the reason why I'm sitting here looking at my phone, folks. Uh, Amy Rebecca is a big, enormous fan of the show. Um, mm. You know, uh, from day one, apparently, you know, uh, that's huge to me. Um, but, you know, I went and did a little digging and she works uh, along with CARE. And CARE is a group of folks who get care packages out to folks uh, in the middle of whatever kind of deployments or whatever they're on. And that's huge, you know, that can fucking curve someone's fucking thoughts about checking out. Yeah. You know, if they get something as small as a care package with some fucking gummy bears in it, like, fuck, dude, man, in Iraq, (laughs) when we get those those random care packages of like fucking too many Slim Jims, 
Oh. <laughs> or like r- random books that like nobody was going to read, but you know what I'm saying? Like they're definitely not titles that anyone's reading, but like we're looking at them and like we're you know laughing about them because the, the, the cover or the book title or whatever, mm-hmm. or just random like CDs. Um, just, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, I mean, even if it was shit that like we were definitely probably not going to use, like stuff that probably should have gone to the dumpster. Like yeah. we're still like, we're going to laugh about it. At least we're going to get yeah. that from it. And we're thankful for it. Yeah. Those fucking Slim Jims, man. They, they kept me going. You know, one time in one of those care packages, I got a Zippo. This isn't the Zippo, but I've been carrying the Zippo um, for a while now. Look at that. Cool, slick, all black, right? Uh, Shit like that is cool to me because it helps remind me of, you know, the cool times. Uh, especially when I was in Germany, because I had one that was very similar to this that I always carried on. You probably don't remember it, but it was a black Zippo. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of other Zippos here, because you know that's my shit now, but uh, it all started from fucking care package, you know? Yeah. I got it in a box from somebody, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I went on from there. And I think it was like a care package from fucking Kosovo. It wasn't even from Iraq. It was from some bullshit. Yeah. And that's when I really started with that, but... uh I think you can even see pictures of me lighting my cigarettes with Zippos back in the day. Because it was cool. Man. <clears throat> cool. But yeah, man. Fucking yeah. throw together a care package. Help somebody out. Yeah, actually. So like shortly after we recorded with Nora, I sent her one. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, so, yeah, I asked her, like, is there anything that you need or want while you're, you know, off the planet? <clears throat> and she, <laughs> very simple requests. Um, well, so full, like full story, you know, she, she lived in Arkansas for a little bit and then, um, she's been posting these pictures, um, on her social media and she's wearing like Texas Longhorn stuff and, um, or Texas Longhorn colors. And I'm not about that life. And, uh, I was like, that's some bullshit, man. Like you're from fucking Arkansas. Like, I don't care where you were born. You're from Arkansas. You need more Arkansas shit. She said the day she got on the plane, <clears throat> her brother like shoved a bunch of like Texas Longhorn shit in her arms. Said, Here you go. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so like, that's unacceptable. I'm going to send you some Arkansas stuff. And it's like anything else you want. And so she was like, uh, she likes sour things. So I sent her some fucking like sour, uh, sour patch kids, I think. And like, she's like M&Ms. So I bought her like the family size bag of M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the motherfuckers aren't, aren't cheap either. No. Yeah. Um, and then, um, the, she wanted the instant coffee from like Starbucks, the little packets of coffee, whatever. So I sent her a bunch of those and some other shit too. That's and dope, then, uh, man. That's cool as shit. <clears throat> I mean, and, and you know, like she, she, she's kind of built for these kind of roles, these kind of jobs. Like she has that mentality like she's from that country or, you know, she's from that, not that country, but like the, that, that part of the planet she's, you know, so she's not you know, unfamiliar with this, with this type of lifestyle, whatever, but like, um, you know, but it, it's still like, you know, like, Hey, it's, it's cool. Somebody back home gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you ever think about that, that Zippo, um, the one that you got in the care package, like that person where they are today. And like, if they've ever sat, sat there and wondered, like, wonder where that Zippo ended up. You know what I mean? And like, what it would eventually come to mean to you. 
That you thing's been I mean? around the world, buddy. Whoever whoever packed up a black right. Zippo and sent it to Kosovo back in 2002, uh, that Zippo has been around the planet. And uh, thank you, because it was something that helped me keep my shit together. Even though if it's just something I kept in my pocket and clicked. Yeah. Help chill me out sometimes. You know, it's all good. I know a lot of you guys probably have Zippos in your pocket too. You might do the same thing, you know? Yeah. Well, so back then I remember like the Zippo being like a, like super popular. Like I remember, so I used to smoke, right? And like I, I, I hated using butane lighters Mm -hmm. over Zippos. Yeah. Something about the the lighter fluid. And then like I had like special Zippos. When we were in Iraq, I ordered that, uh, that Jackson guitar. And with it came a black Zippo lighter that had Jenna Jameson on it, mm-hmm. holding a Jackson guitar. I still have that Zippo. It's in my Jeep. Um, it's been in every vehicle. Like I don't use it, you know, I have a reason to now, but like mm-hmm. it's been in every vehicle I've, I've owned since I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I keep it. I just keep it in there. No, I don't know why that's a thing for me, but like that's where it is. Probably because I know like I won't lose it if it's in there. If I can't put it somewhere in my room, it's just fucking it's lost. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows where it is? But uh, but yeah, no, that is cool that she's a part of that. Um, and what's crazy is like that's not her job, is it? No, no, that's not her job. You know, but you know, she feels like you know it's something I'm going to say you know one more time <laughs> that she needs needs to do. And uh, yeah. it doesn't take much to, like I said, give a fuck. I'm sure, hopefully, you know, I need to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, it doesn't uh, take much to give a fuck. It does not take much to give a fuck. Sar- char- uh, SARS- 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 sizes small through extra, extremely large. I got you covered. The shirt. It doesn't take much to not give a fuck. Extra small, I got you. Extra, extra, extra large, I got you. And everything in between. Take it, give it to your kids, so they can wear it to hey. school and be like, "Hey, you read the shirt." It doesn't take much to give a fuck. Maybe that could be the um, the slogan we've been looking for. That's fucking it, man. It's tits on glass. It's tits on glass, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it doesn't take much. <clears throat> I mean, but you're right though. It really, it really doesn't take much to to give a fuck. It doesn't. Like you, all you have to do is just recognize that the person that you're dealing with is also a human, and that they also have a need, just like you do. Like, and it doesn't take much to give a fuck. Like, you may not, you may not be the one that helps them, but you definitely don't have to be the one that fucking hurts them, yeah. makes it worse. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Like, Everyone's going through something. Everyone's going through a struggle. Like, you know. You know, and I, <clears throat> I tried to, I'm trying to adopt this new uh, philosophy besides mm-hmm. the not giving a fuck kind of a thing or giving a fuck. It's uh, more of a, if you like it, I love it. You know, if you like it for you, I love it for you. I'm not going to try to deter you from something unless it's something that's harmful. Or dangerous mm-hmm. to somebody else. I'm not going to try to deter you from what you love doing. Because, you know, sometimes uh, that's all you got, you know. Um, so there. That's my philosophy. If you like it, I love it for you. So that way, I, if you feel like you need to, you can come to me 
I'm never going to hit you with the negativity about something unless it needs to be negative. And I need to save your life on some some uh, quotation type shit. But like being a, like being a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Like, hey, man, if you like being a Cowboys fan, I love that you are a Cowboy fan. Just don't look at me or touch me or nothing like that. But, you know, yeah. But like, do you do you have to be a Cowboys fan like in front of me? I mean, even if you have to, there's children here. Don't look in my general direction uh, when you are wearing it, and I will do the similar thing and avoid you. Will not maintain eye contact and still will remain more than fifty yards uh, distance. Fifty yards, yeah. Um, but if you like it, I love it. So go ahead, man. You know, neither here nor there. <clears throat> I was thinking maybe that would be one of those situations where you would like step in, like, well, listen, I know what I said, you know, like if if you like it, I love it, but like, no, man, have at it. You like it, I love, you know, it's cool. You like some weird shit, go hard with your weird shit that you like. If if you if it makes you happy and it doesn't harm anybody and it fucking sparks some creative juice in your head or whatever the fuck, man. Go for it. I love it for you. Do it. Fuck it. You never know. Like your your fucking passion or hobby could turn into something huge. And I'm going to take credit for it right now. Because if you listen to this show and you heard it and you're like, man, I'm, I'm going to fucking shoot the stars. And, you know, I'm going to talk to Tyree about it. He's going to be like, I love it for you. And he's going to pump me up. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then they go on to be a billionaire or some shit. I ain't gonna ask for no money. I just want you to be like, "Hey, you felt give me some credit." Yeah, that's yeah. all I want. My my fucking <coughs> props. You know, I've learned um, <clears throat> that I'm a pretty good hype man. Okay. Um, I've got I've got some friends here and there, um, who uh, like one of my friends, um, Justin, great singer, amazing voice. I'm hoping that we can have her on the show um, in March when we do the women's history. Okay. Um, Fucking spoiler alert. Jesus. Oh, we, we were, we, <laughs> have we not talked about them before? I thought we did. Not out loud. Not no. on the show. Not we plan loud. stuff <laughs> not out. Not out loud. <laughs> yeah. We plan stuff out. Y'all. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. <clears throat> We sit, we yeah. sit around, and we're like, "Hey, man, how can we represent the ladies?" <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> I can't believe that came out of your mouth. Can we make it happen? <laughs> But seriously, uh, are I you got crying? tears. Yeah, I got tears. You're crying. Uh, like <clears throat> we sit around and we think about the shit yeah. that we put on the show, like in advance. Like, hey, man, like uh, the people who listen to the show take their time out to listen to the show, and there's some hardcore people who listen to the show. You know, thank you. yeah, no, fucking, I don't. thank you. Uh, you don't know this, but according to a website that we keep track of thoroughly. The only reason why the people that are on that list are on that list is because they have over 
a thousand subscribers cumulatively, blah, 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 all together on all platforms. So, believe it or not, Kevin, as we near our 100th show, mm-hmm. we've had well over a thousand subscribers for quite some time now. It's very difficult, listeners, for us to figure out how many subscribers we have for this whole thing. And uh, every analytic system gives us a different number of some sort, but it always gives us different numbers with subscribers. But this one particular site knows how to get all those numbers together and figure it out and spat out that we have an estimated number of 1,000 plus subscribers. So thank you, even though maybe like, a hundred of you guys actually listen, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, I appreciate it. And Kevin, I'm sure he does also. Absolutely not. No, I, uh, so you talking about the, the top 40, uh, veteran podcast. That, yes. That, that, one of the yeah. stipulations to be on there is <clears throat> 1000 followers. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Gang, um, gang. I would like to see, no, I, I definitely appreciate all the people that, do subscribe and do listen and then do share and then do like the content. Um, the, the views that we've had on YouTube, um, they actually kind of mirror our listens from our first season. Um, so they're not like, they're not large numbers, but they are definitely more than I thought they would be, Mm -hmm. um, which is really great. Um, so we're definitely appreciative of that. Um, when you watch those, Click the thumbs up, please, and thank you. Oh, yeah. And I subscribe to the channel because the larger that channel can be, um, the larger the show can be. Because it's one thing to 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 um, gain a lot of listeners on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but to grow the show and the content on YouTube could potentially have um, a larger impact on the show in the future. Yeah. Um, So for those of you listening or watching, if you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do so. Um, And with that being said, click the thumbs up button uh, right there. You know, yeah, they do. Right down there. The right. thumbs up the thumbs up button right right over here. Right right here. <laughs> yeah. Wherever the wherever the fuck it is in relation to where I am on the screen. Click it. Click it. Hey, I was totally it. I was totally uh I was totally pleading for people to share stuff. Because like you said, and here I am summarizing what you said again. Uh <laughs> For real, though, like the only way you can grow something is to have the people who love it share it like that way you can describe it to your friend and you can be like, oh, man, this fucking show I listen to is fucking awesome. These two dudes, they sit around and talk about nothing, but they're fucking two army guys and they talk about their fucking shit. One guy's always crying. It's fucking cool. You should listen. And then that person lets another person know and then they give it a fucking thumbs up somewhere on, on here. And then they yeah. uh, they right they listen to the show and they fucking subscribe and then they share it with people and it grows and grows and that's the only way you can grow something because there's these companies that will say hey give us a thousand dollars and we'll get you tons of fucking listeners uh, or I just talk to the listeners and say hey 
If you like it, share it. Let other people know about it. It's just a little fucking podcast, you know. It's not a fuck. It's not a big deal. Like if you can see the video, look at me. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's a little fucking, it's a little fucking podcast we got. Yeah, I'm not talking about the websites <laughs> and the fucking Facebook page. All right, that's cool. Whatever, blah blah blah. Cool shit. That's where we can post information to folks. But that fucking the show is the fucking crown jewel of the shit. Yes. Word. So the you guys, those of you who actually share it and you know listen and all that kind of shit. And got us to one hundred episodes because I promise if it was like and uh, if we were doing this shit and it was like ten listens after five months on one show, I probably would have been like, let's hang this shit up, but fuck man we're yeah. we're, we're big ish one well, and in the, cool. the past we've said that like you know we would continue to do this um even if we had a few listens or a few a handful of listeners or whatever but like at, at a certain point you have to be realistic about like you know like am i spinning my wheels is a waste of time um is it really benefiting anyone for us to do this and so you kind of have to have that like that realization at some point and uh, so that's kind of where we come to that conclusion that like, yeah, if it, if it wasn't growing, then, you know, what's the, what's the point? Let, let it die. With that, let it with go. that being said, <clears throat> think about it like this. When I got my new Jeep, man, I wanted to show it off. When I got my new watch, man, I wanted to tell everybody about my new watch. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when I get something new, when I find something that I, like new that I like, I like to show it off. I like to make people be like, oh man, I heard this fucking badass fucking new band. Mm-hmm. Real, really into them. Fucking great songs, blah, blah, blah. You should check them out. The podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not any different. Just <laughs> tell people about us. Yeah. Just brag, brag about us. Yeah. Tell them, lie to people and tell them we're great. I brag about you guys. I really do. Like anytime uh, I get any kind of feedback which is rare i am like holy shit uh netta beta beta who always who always fucking you know thumbs up on everything everything thank you like uh i brag about that shit like hey somebody listens to us and our bullshit it's fucking cool she's a homie yeah yeah i don't even see I i don't even know who that is and and uh you know, that's one of your homies. That's cool. Who, yeah. what, what is she, what is her, I don't say, what is her deal? It, cool. And hopefully you're listening. Cool. Yeah, she listens. Yeah. Um, she likes all of her posts and she's um, a very supportive person of the you know, military and law enforcement and stuff like that. Uh, has a great kid. Um, she, uh, oh man, some time ago she sent me a Snapchat of, uh, what was it? Her daughter is in, swim and they were at a meet a swim meet for the school and I, I for some reason either the pa system couldn't work and they, they weren't allowed to do the national anthem before the swim meet or or they just weren't allowed to do it for whatever reason but like she and her her team i hope i'm not misremembering this she and her team took it upon themselves to sing the national anthem before this swim meet just loud and proud. Like that's fucking cool, man. 
sweet. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Did I say her name right? Netta. Netta. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's short. It's not her actual name. For sure. Yeah, I wouldn't put her government out on the fucking internet like that. Man. Here's her social, by the way. Her address. Yeah, exactly. Mother's maiden name. Shoe size. Perfectly printed on this business card. (laughs) So... So stupid. Are we gonna make business cards? Oh man, we should. We oughta. We will. We can make business cards and give those away. Sure, we can give away. We could do whatever we want. We should do a giveaway. Yeah, we got to figure out what we're going to give away first. We got to yeah. close the show out because we're looking at uh, quite a bit of time. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about the giveaway. Yeah. Um, so like Tyree said earlier, like we're, we, 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 we plan things, right? We, we, we think ahead. I said earlier, we, sometimes we don't have the best foresight and sometimes we're like, we're big planners, like way ahead. And so we are planning a, a giveaway of some type coming up for the 100th episode. And, um, it's so like the winner of the contest, whatever the fuck giveaway would be announced what the 101st episode or something like that. I, can't, I don't know how we're going to, we haven't worked out the, the details of it yet, but um, we're still trying to figure out what it is, how we're going to go about doing it and um, what it is that we will be giving away, but it will likely involve. Um, what did you say? A, a signed, uh, a, an autographed photo of Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> but not autographed by him. Yeah. It'd be autographed by us. By us. Yeah. Bam. No, 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 no. That we're not. We're not that ridiculous. But um, we just we do be. want to. Uh, no, it'll definitely involve like you know listening to the show and maybe you know extracting information from the show to present to us later on, and then um, you know subscribing to the YouTube channel and verifying that you've done that. Um. And you know, so and, and and I think all the details will be announced on a on a a future Facebook post um, that will probably pin. If can you do that on Facebook? Can you pin posts? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll, we'll it'll be it'll be something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are planning that. So those of you who are diehard listeners and now watchers, um, keep your ears peeled and your eyes open. Yeah. It won't be anything simple like what's Tyree's favorite football team because clearly we already know that. Like Cowboys. Oh fucking. Hey man, he, he if you them love boys. It, if you love it, I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna giggle, but whatever. <laughs> I was drinking a beer. I almost spit that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Like, uh, I think that's gonna be cool. Like, uh, pay attention. To whatever happens in future shows because it could possibly win you a signed autographed picture of Jake <laughs> yeah <laughs> no like so like in, in all in all, in all real, like in all realness we're, we're talking about like uh, like actual things we've 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 talked about like trying to like get sponsorships through like smaller companies like better known companies and then maybe maybe you know something from them creating our own stuff and then you know being able to use that as stuff that we can give away um or just you know giving you a wad of cash 
whatever I have in that jar of coins over there, you can have that. Whatever I just happen to be uh, looking at on my desk. <laughs> whatever, whatever thing I grab in in any random direction in in proximity to me. It's a red Zippo, partially planted black. That uh, the oh, oh oh look at that, it works. A red Zippo, partially painted black. Yes, no. I don't know why, but you mm-hmm. you can win it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, man. I have six AAA batteries. And you do herself. And a charging cable that I don't actually need. No, No, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be something cool. It'll be something good. We promise. You, you, you'll want to participate because it would be cool. And uh, our, by our standards, yeah, I think by anybody's standards, a little bit of participation would be cool, right? I mean, participating would be cool. Yeah, I don't know what you said. I give up for show. What I'm saying is, we're going to close this show out. Yeah. So, uh, hey, hey, everybody, it's Tyree here with Before I Forget. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, thank you so much this show yeah this show in particular Um, thank you so much for getting us that much closer to our 100th million uh, 100th episode and uh, yeah man keep on rocking uh, keep doing what you're doing keep helping people uh, listen to your people your subordinates they might need your help Uh, be a leader don't be a fucking dickhead um it doesn't take much to give a fuck. It does not take much to give a fuck. Trademark. Copyright. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, you got yeah. anything? No, man. I mean, that's that's really it. Like, if you're a leader, be a leader. If you are not a leader, be a leader. And it really doesn't take much to give a fuck. Ooh. If you're, not a, if you're a leader, be a leader. If you're not a leader, be a leader. That is yeah. some of the most gangster shit I was about to close this show out. I'm so happy that we're not, because that's the most gangster quote I've ever heard in my life. And I'm so happy that you put that on the fucking listeners. Right? Yeah. All right. So let's close this out. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye.